Good morning, guys. It is 5.30 a.m. here in Tokyo, and I am making my way into the kitchen. Start my day with a glass of water and make some coffee, and I'm going to be bringing you guys along for the entire day. It's a pretty normal work day. We're going to be heading out this evening for something a little exciting. Uh, in April, there is the Japan... I think it's April. I need to double-check my dates. There is the Japan Sakura Festival coming up in Vancouver. And as things stand right now, I'm going to be going out to that with a shamisen player. And it's going to be a whole great time. I did that last year. Um, but there, there's a chance it might not happen. So who instant twist at the beginning of the podcast? We'll probably talk about that a little more later on. But let me grab my water, make my coffee, and we'll get today started. All right, now I am awake. The day is well into the work section of the day. So it's about 9.15 a.m. right now, and my day usually starts exactly like that. I grab water, I start making coffee, I do about 15 to 30 minutes of exercise while I'm making the coffee, and then sit down, try to box off things like email, and get into an edit or two right away. Today I've got about two to three edits that I need to get a wrap on, or at least a pretty big jump on before I can head out to that whole shamisen practice thing in the background right now hopefully it's not showing up too much in the audio there's a bunch of construction and this construction has been going on for well over two months now which is one of the multitude of reasons that I ended up putting the podcast on a bit of a hiatus. But if you listen to the last podcast episode where we bring it all back, you'll know that I, this, the, the, you know, it's not that bad. It's, it's not a bad thing to have this construction. It's a sign of progress. It's something that's good. So it, it is distracting though. And it is, it's incredibly challenging to record through. Right now, the sound design in the studio isn't that bad, so you probably can't even hear it. But if I go outside of the studio and I just go into the living room here, and keep in mind, this is with like doors and windows closed. It is, it is very far from quiet. So we're gonna get back into that nice, quiet workspace right here oh, there we go but that's a general peek at how the day starts a uh, bit of an update i recently ordered in a new editing computer i didn't really get a chance to cover it in the podcast so if you're a podcast only listener and you don't follow the channel my main computer died uh it suffered some kind of irreparable hardware failure that just led to blue screen after blue screen after blue screen it was just unusable and i don't want to depend on just having a laptop i ordered a new computer it took them a little while to put it together but it has recently arrived it is an editing beast i absolutely love it it just makes things go so smooth and right now I'm working on two separate documentary-esque type videos, one that should come out pretty soon and one that will be a little more in the future. It's it's a huge, like the whole documentary turned out to be one terabyte. It's 
it's one of the biggest I have ever shot, but it's also probably the one I'm most excited about. But with all that being said, I'm going to jump back into the editing section of my day for now, and I will... Oh boy, okay. It is around 1.30 p.m. right now. I have been sitting here all day. Finally got the first draft of this video that I'm working on all laid out. And I, I just need to stretch. I need to get out of there. It's usually at this point of the day that I'll grab myself a little bit of food. I might make myself another coffee if I haven't put on a pot. And this is 100% where I will definitely do an extra round of exercise just to kind of get myself mentally and physically out of that state of just sitting in a chair when i get when i actually manage to get really focused i just whoo disappear clear into everything now uh, right now taking a look at the fridge what have i got oh, i'm gonna have these today i've got these oh how would i explain these they're like chicken hamburger patties which are kind of neat um they're but 100 calories each, but each one also has 6 grams of protein. So I'll probably box off two or three of those. Maybe turn on the stove, boil me some eggs up. Maybe, I don't know, make some scrambled eggs or something. But before I even get into thinking about food, I'm going to hydrate one more time. Definitely grab a glass of water and do some exercise. Um, all in all, it hasn't been that bad of a day so far. It's been pretty good. The weather outside is beautiful. I just cannot wait to get outside it has honestly been unseasonably warm all year i'm trying to take a look right now at my watch it is currently 16 degrees celsius out there i don't even know what that is oh, by the way if you're listening on um on speaker mode i might be about to activate your google but hey hey google what's 16 degrees celsius in fahrenheit 16 degrees Celsius is equal to 60.8 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's like 61, 60.8. Like, I don't know why I had to like, why I had to quote Google. You were clearly able to hear the unnecessary things that I do. See, these are the things that I usually cut out of a podcast because I do it insanely often, like insanely often, which is why the podcasts take me so long to edit. I'm just like listening through it. And I'm just like, pluck, don't need that don't need that and it's one of the as i said the plethora of reasons that led to me doing less no i'm not gonna say reasons we'll just call them what they are they were excuses to do them less i used to not listen to the podcast at all it was the goal was to record it get it uploaded just get it done just do it and that there was a lot easier uh it had a lot more you know obviously useless stuff in it but the more popularity the the podcast gained and the more that we started to do on there the more i put the pressure on myself to deliver value and that's when i started editing and when i started editing it all fell apart it works a lot better for me if i don't consume my own podcast content it makes them come out a lot more consistently so yeah that's why I'm doing this one like this today because it gives us a chance just to have the day together and be very real. By the way, minor distracting point for the day. I've been waiting all day for a delivery and I thought that it would probably arrive by like 10 a.m. Has not arrived and I was like, okay, well, probably by noon. Still, uh, I'm betting that it's going to be right after I go out for the day. 
that's what happens, right? That like you've been there, you've definitely been there. The second is it's like that old Alanis Morissette song, isn't it ironic? There's a reason I don't sing, and now I'm just dropping stuff all over the place. I am gonna go with that chicken, and I just dropped some cucumbers, so I'm gonna eat the cucumber as well. All right, quick and easy. I'm gonna toss that in the microwave. So it seems like my package has arrived. Oh man, I've been waiting for this for absolutely forever. I actually ordered it from the States because it's a little tough to get this exact one here in Japan. Give me a second just to open it up here. And, oh, look at that. So right now, uh, here in my home, bit by bit, I am setting up a bit of a in-home, in-office security system just for good measure. And I have been putting the pieces of it together slowly since I moved in last year. Everything from physical to digital security, just to make sure that, you know, it's safe here. And this is, I don't want to say one of the final pieces, but it's, it's definitely getting there. I don't think there is much beyond what I've grabbed here. Now I'm gonna end up very distracted because I've got to leave in a very short time and I'm still nowhere near finished the video. The part of the video edit that always takes the longest, believe it or not, is honestly and simply just choosing the music. I could probably choose just anything, but it just, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sound the same. Um, the music is a very, very important and essential part of the video. It feels really ridiculous just to say it. I definitely showed it when I did the road trip with Victor last year, the unnamed adventure. I We did a wrap-up video at the very, very end of it. Um, I'm going to click through, see if I can't find the name of that video for those of you who may not have seen it. Again, if you're a podcast only, it's going to be of, of no interest to you. But this video... Uh, the secret behind the scenes? No, no. It was, uh, there we go, four days of driving Japan, everything we didn't show you. And in this video, I showed how we had gone into Doai Station, uh, one of the deepest underground stations in Japan. And when we went in there, there was a certain atmosphere, a vibe, a feel that there existed that I just didn't feel coming through the camera when I put the video together and added music, despite the music being the closest to the atmosphere. So I then had to add all the extra sound effects, like the wind going through the tunnel and the birds off in the distance and all of these other things. And I am unpacking all this as I do this. So my multitasking abilities have clearly improved over the years, but... As um, as all of that got added, the scene started to feel more and more real. I've even put together a small series on Tokyo Lens recently called Japan in a GIF. And um, in making the opening for that, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to make an extra vlog opening as well. And I wanted the extra vlog opening to end in a really punchy way that feels like it's turning off a TV. And while it kind of looked like that... 
it didn't feel like it. And so in the end, what I ended up doing is adding, uh, the, I kind of created a sound, if you will, of a TV turning off, like a zoom sound at the very end. And then it really felt like you were turning off a TV. So with all that being said, the sound design for the average video, putting in sounds that you, it just feels so natural that you wouldn't even realize that they were in there is such a big part and just as big as picking the right music to create the right atmosphere, cutting it at the right times, everything like that. And it's one of those reasons, whew, big breath, why I need, especially for the vlog, especially for the vlog, I need to edit my own videos because it's the feeling inside of me that I'm trying to convey to you through the edit and through the creation of it and through the timing and everything. It's going to be completely different from editor to editor. A lot of people are like, well, when you get really busy, why don't you just have somebody else edit your vlogs for you? And while I will eventually have an full-time editor or part-time auditor on board to help with other projects. I don't think an editor is ever really going to contribute to my vlogs in any way or any major way. Maybe the base run through, but even that I doubt because the scenes that are selected all the way to how it's put together conveys the feeling that's inside of me. And I went on a lot longer about that than I was planning to, but now I've got this pretty much set up so I guess the next step is just going to be to get it all plugged and wired in linked up to the network set up and ready to go but I really need to I'm, I'm running dangerously low on time and I've just started choosing music for the video so I shouldn't be playing with these toys but this is this is real adult life right here distractions and time management I should still be able to get everything uploaded by the end of today I think probably haven't even started thinking about the uh, thumbnail and that that right there that's that's where the real challenge comes in okay i'm gonna put all this down and get back to work i kind of like this song for this video all right i am finally heading out now at the entrance just putting on my boots I am just on time, which to me means I'm late. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, when you watch your videos or when we watch your videos, seems like you're, you're always running late. And to me being just on time or not a significant amount of time early, to me it means that I'm late. So I hate being on time. I always call on time late. I feel bad for the people around me because I'm like, oh, I thought we, you said we were meeting at 5.30. And they're like, yeah, dude, it's like 5.30. Yeah, that's the problem. Anyway, <laughs> heading out now. It's actually really nice out still. Ooh, sorry for the loud bang. There we go. All right, so I just got outside. The editing actually went fairly well. The video is pretty much all but done, but the big things still remain. For example, setting the thumbnail, just, just choosing the thumbnail is always kind of time consuming, getting the right title. I haven't even began to think about title yet. And on top of all of that, I've still got to add all the tiny details like texts and titles and everything like that. So I'd say, honestly, I'd love to be able to believe I could get it done in the next hour or so of work but we're probably looking at closer to two to three hours so i'm gonna try 
not to be out super, super long today. Where I'm headed out to right now is a rehearsal for the Sakura Days Japan Festival that is held out in Vancouver. I don't even know if I'm calling that right, but right now there's a huge question mark hanging over whether or not we'll even be going for the event. With the recent events and the virus and everything like that that's going on, there's a lot of question marks when it comes to you know, Japan, Asia-related stuff, travel, and everything around it. But until we get confirmation one way or the other, it is business as usual. So we are getting together. Now, the shamisen player that I'm bringing this year, his name is Nia. Last year, I went with Kiki, Kanami, and Hikari. We had a great time. I made a video during that festival about how we met each other for the first time, like the whole background story of how we met. Um, honestly, probably one of my, I'd say one of my top 10 favorite videos, just in terms of how much fun it was to make, because I really enjoy telling that story. So Nia and I have actually, we've been connected for a very long time. Know a lot of similar people, but this will be our first time to meet in person. So today is kind of, a significant day in terms of that but with the work I have to do I, I still need to rush back and where I'm heading is well over an hour from home so it's uh it's like two hours round trip oh uh, at least I had a fully charged phone be able to get some work done so I'm gonna hop on some transportation all right, so with a noisy major road in the background, I am in Medaimaya. I've been walking for about the last 10, 15 minutes and I'm just pulling up to the studio area now. I think I said that I've never been out to this area, but weirdly enough, this area feels strangely familiar, like very strangely familiar. As soon as I got out of the station, I felt like I had been here before. Walking by a gas station right now. Got real quiet, real quick. Uh, at Japanese gas stations, there's these little uh, car wash things that you park the car and the car wash actually goes over you, which is kind of interesting. I'm gonna head inside now. I don't know if everybody's in yet, uh, if they're waiting, if they're. I have no idea. I was given very minimal information it seems that as with many studios in Japan that the lobby is going to be on the second floor so I'm gonna head up there but yeah there's I, I think these little uh, car wash things are really fascinating to see because you just park the car and then they one thing about being outside anyway sidebar sidetrack whatever distracted because um, I find myself in the current state being very, very aware of what I touch and just trying not to touch anything. So. Alright, so the studio space is pretty quiet. I don't see anybody here yet. It is truly incredible how quickly time flies by. So, things are finished up now. It is currently about 7.30 p.m. I... 
it's always so much later than I want it to be. So from this point, it's gonna take me roughly maybe an hour, hour and a half, depending on everything, to get back home, at which point I have got to wrap up the edit for that video. If I'm lucky, if I'm lucky and I manage to wrap up the entire edit, then I'm also going to be working on one or two other small projects that I was hoping to get done within the day, but everything basically went into this one video. This happens to me a lot, actually. I was originally thinking, oh, this is gonna be a really simple edit, but the more I got into it, the more I was really enjoying doing this video and things got out of hand. You know what, I'm taking a back street. I, uh, I see a road off to my right here and it's a super narrow road with just like residential houses and whatnot. But when I look through this tiny little space, I can see train tracks and just people walking along a little pathway. So I kind of feel like we can reduce the noise in the background and I can do a little me style exploring as I look up overhead. There are slightly older looking Japanese houses, most of them about two stories with a ton of power lines, like tons and tons of power lines crisscrossing above me. The sky is split between clear and clouds in a very beautifully blotchy way with the moon out. It's about half a moon right now. And I've just arrived along the train tracks. Uh, it's quite nice. I can see the station off in the distance. It's probably a different station than the one I'm heading towards, but train is coming towards. I, I like this. I kind of like sharing this moment with you guys. Uh, it is about to get louder in a second as this train passes, but it should still hopefully be a little less loud than the road. I don't know, probably exactly the same. There's a lot of little roads like this in Japan that go right alongside the train track and these are by far some of my favorite roads to walk they're peaceful they're usually full of interesting little shops and just the, the feel of the area has like in japanese we say ajiga aru. it's like it's got, it's got a flavor it's got a taste it's got its own little there's a subculture that definitely exists right here in this area that's new and unfamiliar to me and it's a feeling that I like it's you know it's that adventurous feeling it brings me back to when I first came to Japan and everything was new and I had no idea what was going on around me at all so as I do this as I walk down the street um, talking about all this it's kind of funny because everyone looks at me as I hold up this recorder to my face and speak like what in the world is this guy doing why <laughs> like you you never think about it how many times in your entire life have you seen somebody walking down the street holding some form of recorder up to their mouth as they just talk to it it's, it's like you know cameras you'll see from time to time instagram stories but this this is something that you never see so all in all i kind of want to just focus on enjoying this walk, enjoying the sounds of the trains on my own. So I'm going to wrap up this section here and I will probably talk to you guys when I get back home. Let's just enjoy the sounds of the city for a moment.
All right, I know I said I would talk to you guys when I got home, but I really wanted to share the current moment that I'm in. So I'm in this cross-section of super narrow streets, a street that's so narrow that even at the best, only one car could fit in either direction. It's got tons of little shops and izakayas with the lanterns and lights all out. Still an abundance of cables overhead. Each shop has its own very unique storefront in an attempt to stand out and grab customers' attention. And what really makes this area unique is something that I can't really share with you right here through the podcast nor through any video that I'd ever be able to make. That's the smell of the area. And the smell kind of changes as you walk. There was a when around the moment where I was like, oh, I need to share this. At the beginning of this, I was standing near a little supermarket and they had, uh, you could just smell the, the, the fresh vegetables, if you will. It just, it just had, there's a, there's a weird, I can't describe the smell of a supermarket, but supermarkets, especially here in Japan, I feel they have a very unique smell. And then this whiff of fried food off of one of the izakayas hit me and it was just it was nice and then this kind of i would say oh i i wouldn't really say fishy but kind of fishy nah, that i don't like the, the that's a terrible description by the way for a smell fishy it just doesn't sound good there was a nice baked salmon-ish odor I don't know, does that sound any better to you? I don't know if it sounds better to me or not. And just the entire moment, and now that I look back at the street, because now I'm getting into a slightly more residential and darker area. When I look back to the street, the street is filled with people and the lights are on. It looks bright and energetic. And again, it comes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this with the, the feeling of the subculture that comes with this area and this is one of the things that i think i love the most about japan is that every single area you go to has its own little subculture or purpose and some of these stand out so much and it's not my first time to ever address this but it is something that i love it's for example, if you look at Harajuku, it's got that, you know, Harajuku, young people, fashion, it's got that kind of atmosphere. If you were to go to somewhere like Asakusa, it's got the really traditional, Akihabara has the electronics and anime. If you were to go out to the area of Nippori, you would find things like the sewing and fabric district. Shimokitazawa has young people and music and pop culture and all of that. Each area has something that makes it unique and gives it its own culture and flavor. And I really, I love that about Japan because it means that there's kind of something for everybody in the exact same way that a platform like YouTube gives you the opportunity to go deep into all of your interests or podcasts give you the opportunity to go deep into whatever it is that you're into. If you're into tomatoes and you love those more than anything in the world, there's definitely a podcast out there about tomatoes or some kind of content out there. If you're into design, whatever, there's content out there for it and I love that. And Tokyo feels like a really good representation of that to me. So even in the hardest times when you get stressed with the crowds and everything else, 
that comes with living in a big city like Tokyo, I always feel a great deal of gratitude just knowing that I have all of this around me. If I have a day where I want to geek out, I know exactly where to go. If I have a day where I want to chill and feel the tradition, I know where to go and everything in between. As I say this, I've gotten into this super narrow street that a car can't even go down. It's, you might risk banging your bicycle off to the side. Uh, there's a stone wall on either side of me and it's now opening up into a bit of a bicycle parking area to the left of me. Oh my lord. To the left of me I can hear the road I was on. And wow, call me a liar. The hub is like, you'd be hard pressed not to bang your bicycle going through this entranceway. And a guy just squeezed through on his little motorbike like it was nothing. He also made a wrong turn on a one-way street and is now trying to turn around. There we go. Midnight is here. My video is edited, titled, thumbnailed, uploaded, done. I can kick back in my chair, I'll recline a little bit. And the, the day is, is almost all but done. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I, I always enjoy working on the videos. It's exhausting. It really is in so many different ways. But it's kind of like, it's for me, it is like the exercise. It's a very positive exhausting. It's you sit down, you get it done. When you're done and it goes up, one of my favorite times, one of my favorite times always is interacting right when I release the video. So if you are a regular viewer of the YouTube channel, you'll know that for the first, I don't know, probably at least 15 to 30 minutes, more often than not, closer to an hour, I like to hang out in the comments section of the YouTube channel and reply to everything that I can. It's just kind of part of the experience for me, hanging out and chatting, and it's why I have such a huge love for the notification squad, the people who have those on there, because they're the people that I almost guaranteed get to talk to every single Tuesday or every single week when I put up a video, and I genuinely cherish that time. I don't think there's ever been a video that I've uploaded where I haven't sat down and recorded uh, where I replied to comments, and I do that even, even while sick. In fact, the recording of this video... Uh, the entire recording of the Osaka section, I was, I don't know if I was sick or if I had some kind of weird hay fever because it hit me like just as getting to Osaka and ended fairly quickly after. It was nonstop runny nose. Oh, it was just, just terrible. But I managed in like the two, three three days that I was there to put together a hotel tour, a spend a day in Osaka, just walking around, just exploring uh, video. It was my first time in Osaka, um, like officially spending an entire day there in oh, what, 15 years now. And the last time I genuinely did nothing. So that that was exciting all in its own and i had a great time making it as well as two videos that i made over the weekend which will be coming out in due time it's just gonna take a lot of work to edit um 
one of the the Osaka video, by the way, I accidentally, and I mean accidentally, uploaded the entire thing in 4K. I meant to export it in 1080, and by the time I realized what I had done, I still had my 4K settings up. So if you have a 4K TV and you want to see me looking exactly the same in 4K, there it is. <laughs> anyways i am i think i think this is a pretty appropriate time to wrap this up all that is left for me to do for the evening is ingest more water uh, maybe get a little bit of protein going on definitely box off at least 10 to 15 minutes more of light exercise kind of a cool down exercise for the day bit of stretching some push-ups stuff like that a uh, bit more water wash up and bed and then we're off to do the entire thing all over again tomorrow i in the midst of today i got a pretty cool video idea that i might end up putting up who knows uh, maybe around the time that this podcast is going up maybe a little earlier a little later we'll, we'll see we'll see if i even end up putting it up a lot of things i get these ideas and i have so much energy for them in the moment but more often than not it's like this they happen at midnight and I'm not going to record the entire video right now at midnight. So we'll see how the energy and the passion carries through. Uh, thank you guys so much for spending the day with me. I had a great time. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it too. I hope that whatever you're doing in your day, it goes beautifully and fantastically. And you guys know I will talk to you again. All right, excuse me right here. I'm just going to cut this off for a second. Walk through my house to the office. I'm actually recording this segment about a day later. Uh, two days later, actually. Wow, geez, time is really getting away from me. And just a moment ago, uh, before starting this section of the recording, I got a message, uh, and a unfortunately heart breaking message but one that i'm not overly surprised about it turns out that the sakura days fair or festival in vancouver that we've been prepping for is now canceled and it's it's understandable it's not the first job that i've had cancel out this year especially during this time uh, my original uh, april moment photo tours that I was doing have also just, you know, safety and all that being a thing have been postponed until the fall. But this Sakura Days tour is, is just boom. So we were going to be, along with the Sakura Days Festival, we were going to be doing a little bit of a tour of Western Canada with the performers and having them play at all these different places. And it's really a spectacular time. And it's also just nice to be able to be back in Canada. It gives me the opportunity to just enjoy the atmosphere back there and introduce little things from Canada within my Yahoo videos that I make for Yahoo Japan. So it genuinely is a trip that I was looking forward to quite a bit. But in the end, rather than complaining about the cancellation, I should just be grateful 
for the fact that I even have this opportunity. We put a lot of groundwork into the one for this year. It was going to be kind of special, and I'm sure that a lot of that will carry over to next year as well. If I try to turn a positive twist on this, at the very least, it opens me up to be able to focus on doing a lot more things here in the spring months that I didn't think I was going to be able to do. I have friends coming in who I didn't think I would be able to spend any time with because of how tight the schedule is. And now I'll probably get to travel and make, you know, adventures and everything like that with these guys. So that that's a huge plus. We may have adventure hit. It's one of the reasons why my adventure adventures usually don't start until late spring, early summer, because I have so much packed into spring in terms of travel and work and everything. But honestly, this year, because of the situation, we'll just call it, everything has just canceled out. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a few people sitting there wondering, and yeah, the, it does take a toll to have this many jobs cancel out because that's what they are. It's not like I'm going and volunteering. These are all work, but with every single one that cancels, it just, as I said, opens up the schedule, opens up the opportunity, and we are going to make the best of it this year. This is going to be a really really fun year. It's one of the reasons why I cannot be more excited about the fact that we are bringing the podcast back. I guess this is not as positive as I wanted to end this episode. I really wanted to end this episode on a much more positive and playful note, but this is this is where we're at today. So this is the real this is the real honest situation. I am looking forward to already within this week I'm going to start planning out the adventure. I've got three or four places that I want to go, a couple adventures I want to do, and the planning is going to be begin right away so all we've done is open up opportunity i hope that no matter what you are doing today as you listen to this that your day is going swimmingly we will continue to make day after day better together i really enjoy having you guys here this has been a really fun episode for me to put together if you've enjoyed this one feel free to reach out to me on twitter or instagram tweet me send me dms whatever let me know because i feel like we could definitely do a few more of these in the upcoming weeks. It was all based off of an episode that I did roughly a year ago that I will link in the description down below in case you did not have a chance to listen to it yet. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day and you know I will talk to you again real soon.